Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today, 833-687-0700, 833-687-0700. On Trend Chat, we talked with the newly elected chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, James Dickey. And we talked a little bit about James Comey and President Trump blocking people on Twitter. And is that a violation of First Amendment rights? A little bit about the NBA finals and running in movies. And also chance to win a hundred dollar voucher on wine from wsjwine.com. All this on this episode of Trend Chat. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the 36th episode of Trend Chat. Yes, I haven't mentioned the episode number in a while, but I mentioned this for a particular reason, because now we are at, well, we're now over a thousand plays on Spreaker. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yes, keep it up, keep it up, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I'll cut that off. <laughs> but uh yeah. Appreciate everyone listening. We are now over a thousand plays on Spreaker. I you know, like I've said before, 
fact that having one person listen was I'm grateful for one play. So the half a thousand, that's great. And, you know, we're at this is the like I said, 36 episode. So um, yeah, just wanted to mention that and say again, you know, appreciate everyone listening in. And before I get into um, what I what I posted on social media today, uh, if you want to connect with us on social media, just go to Trend Chat. Well, type in Trend Chat 24-7, whether on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. That would be important when I talk about how to win the $100 wine voucher from WSJWine.com. So pay attention to that. I'll mention the details later. I know I mentioned it on Tuesday's program. Hopefully if you were able to hear it. So, but um, I will mention that again later in the program. So also I write for politichicks.com. And if you want to read my articles there, go to politichicks.com slash author slash Brian Bledsoe and a new book from Politichicks, a, polit- um, a clear call to political activism is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And one of my articles about being a delegate at the national convention, Republican national convention up in Cleveland last year is featured in the book along with many, plenty other articles and from a lot of the great contributors at Politichicks covering a, a number of topics like education, healthcare, activism which where um where my article is featured in that section and yep so definitely encouraging one to pick up a copy of that book and yeah maybe we will soon have something as far as giving away a book or something to the people who are listening especially since we're since we're at a thousand plays now <laughs> yep, and um, you know it's funny. I posted on social media all, all across about I did the math on this, and I don't know if I mentioned in the beginning. I, I think I might have, but I was thinking about you know, I wonder you know, we'll get to a, a million plays <laughs> one day, and um, uh, now that we've reached a thousand, and I actually did the math now. I would say check my math to anyone who's listening, but I'm pretty confident in it. I, I, yeah, somewhat. I'm about 67% confident in, in my math. But, um, yeah, so right now we're at 1,000 plays, and if I want to reach a million, I would have to do 35,000 episodes uh, at this rate. Um, and I would be at least over 300 years old. So, so hey, you never know. There has been a lot of advances in the medical field, and you know we could be going back to biblical times. I might be like Methuselah, but well, I wouldn't at three hundred. I still wouldn't be near where Methuselah was at nine hundred, over nine hundred years old. But hey, like I said, you never know. I could be on here at three hundred, still talking about that time in two thousand sixteen when I was a national delegate. At the Republican National Convention. Still talking about the book. The politics book. Because it might be the only book I will be in. And I'll still be talking about it. Yeah, you can still pick it up. At 300 years old, I don't know what Amazon still exists. But (laughs) I still say you can pick it up at some 
antique <laughs> bookstore somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah, so that was the math I did on it, and yeah, so I'll it will take yeah, so three hundred episodes. At, am I saying at this rate, at the rate of how, at the average of how many people listening to the show, and also how many times I do the show. So obviously you notice it's Tuesday and Thursday every week. So at that rate, that will, for me to get to a million, that's what I would have to do. Now, you know, that's great. And I'll, you know, I'll see y'all at, at 300. <laughs> so, but uh, if you want to, you know, like quicken, you know, speed that pace up a little bit, so, you know, maybe you don't have to tell your grandchildren to listen to me when I finally hit a million and I play this little, you know, sound here. <laughs> uh, yay, we had a million. We finally made it, y'all. <laughs> but but uh, if you, you know, if you want to speed that up a little bit, all I will say is that, as I said before, you know, if you like it, share it, subscribe on Google Play, iTunes, and if you, you know, if you really like it, then tell your friends and have them tell their friends and have them tell their friends and then have them tell some rich person in advertising or in radio or podcasting, then we, you know, take off. You know, I might get to a million by a hundred then. So, hey, I don't know. That's if you want to. I would appreciate it. But <laughs> And um, so, yeah. Yep, that... Like I said, I'm just, you know, I just think about the fact that having just this many, I'm I'm still grateful for just where I'm at now. So that being said, now I don't know why I just played that. I just played it because I, I haven't played that in a while. But <laughs> actually, that fits. Now think about it because we are broadcasting from Orlando, Florida, and it's very cloudy and it's been raining a lot (laughs) so we are here for next day or so and i I tend to call this my happy place i really like being here in orlando like going to universal especially when disney world too but i i really like universal so and um and so yeah that's where we're broadcasting from and also that's kind of was a little bit of transition to talk about james comey which they just had the hearing yesterday and you know James Comey has an on again, off again love relationship with depending on who you like at that time that he's speaking. Basically, um, <laughs> you just never know. And it's actually, you know, for a FBI director, former FBI director now, that's actually a, a, a good thing for a FBI director to be someone that you don't don't know shouldn't and, and you know shouldn't be a partisan position. So, but yeah. They had the hearing and where um, now, and now he's you know kind of he's saying that he was fired because of the Russia investigation. And for me personally, one thing that kind of sticks out is in March, he mentioned that he he haven't experienced being pressured to drop um, the investigation in March. But now in the hearing, he mentioned about and also in the the. Comey memo that was the rage uh, probably a couple of weeks ago that he was approached in February to drop the investigation basically and so kind of don't you know I don't get where he's coming from and then it 
kind of reminds me of last year too because in july of last year he drops the investigation on hillary and then picks it back up in october and so it, it it's kind of you, you kind of know what, what what is true what what is i don't know what where he's going with this so that's kind of how i feel about the whole hearing basically i mean it's not the <laughs> in-depth analysis like you would get from your cable news but this is trench at this is me so this is where you get my opinion and that's where i'm at <laughs> so now speaking of uh president trump we also there's a little story that's kind of um getting i guess trending up in at least in google <laughs> at least and that there's a article from or a couple articles kind of mentioning that President Trump has blocked some people from his personal account on Twitter. And they're asking the question, is this con- unconstitutional? Is this a violation of First Amendment rights? <laughs> and when I looked further into it. Now, what happened is that a couple of people were blocked from the personal Twitter account of President Trump, you know, um, at real Donald Trump. That's the personal account. He also has the official president uh, account, which is POTUS. And that's and having that distinction is what makes me think that this is not a uh, constitutional crisis as how they want to make it seem. Because this is his personal account that they're being blocked from, not the official or you know white house account or the official presidential account i guess so that's everyone has the right to as far as their personal account they don't have to have people on their in their timeline if they don't want them you know and again this is his basically you say like a private account or personal account but you know if he doesn't if he has every right to block people off on his on that account you know as anyone else does, I will see you more of a problem if it was on the presidential account. Granted that a lot of the statements and tweets that he make is on his personal account as opposed to his POTUS account. But still, it is his personal account and you should have the right to block whoever he wants to block on that account, not on the person on the POTUS account. Um, so. But I just think this is another one of them stories that the media is just grabbing on to kind of like the James Comey uh, hearing. Um, Even I mean, even if there's a little bit of evidence or in so many cases, I would say even if there's not evidence at all, anything that puts the a a Republican. I'm not talking about just President Trump, anything that puts a Republican in a negative light, basically most of the media just going to latch on to it and make, you know, make the most out of it. And kind of like this, you know, president Trump blocking people on Twitter and, you know, and that's true just because they're Republican. It's not even, if you're a conservative and you don't like president Trump, or you never did. Or you like, you you know, if you're never Trump, um, and you know, you still a Republican to the media, they're all the same. 
you know, just being a Republican is just that's that they're the enemy and they treat them all the same, whether we like them or not, <laughs> uh, whoever it is. So whether it's some some the most, you know, liberal Republican out there, they're still treated will be treated the same, probably a little not as much. But still, because they're Republican, they'll be treated just the same as the most conservative Republican that you could think of. So that's just how the the media sees it, at least. And um, so that's so you have all these different stories coming out. And anything, like I said, anything that will put a Republican in a negative light, you know, media just go going to run with it. Actually, I saw a graphic from PragerU saying that 96 percent of media outlets, you know, people in the media uh, donated to Hillary Clinton. So it's not surprising to me, at least um, if it's surprising to you I, where you've been. But, hey, at least, you know, now and understand where a lot of the people in media are coming from when they're reporting these news. Um, they, you know, there's a, a a big gap between what the people that were reporting and basically everyday Americans who are watching and listening to the to what the media is putting out. So, yep. So, those two subjects aside, you know what? I'm just gonna play another. wonder anybody remember that sound <laughs> i'm just feeling i guess i'm going nostalgic right now given you know we had a thousand plays and just playing old stuff now so if you haven't listened to the show you know what that was that used to be the beginning of trend chat i used to play that before i start talking and whatnot and so and so but now we have you know this nice music now to play you know you know that and that right there no, but um, yeah, I, you know, I feel like I'm just playing around with the sound right now. But, but yeah, so that was a transition. That was supposed to be a transition. It kind of went into a ramble. But now, just want to talk about as far as um a little bit of basketball and the NBA Finals. Well, now it's almost over because the Golden State Warriors are up three games to zero on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the next game, I'm not going to say when the next game is, not because I want to keep you in mystery, because I just don't, <laughs> I haven't looked it up and I don't know. And I messed up on Tuesday saying that it was on Tuesday and actually it was yesterday. So it's soon. It is. It's in the next couple of days. My guess is probably it, it probably is on Sunday. That's just my guess off the top of my head, just because. But um, yeah, so and right as of right now, the Golden State Warriors are undefeated in the playoffs in the postseason right now and they just have one more game to win and have a perfect playoff season and yeah that's that's pretty cool actually i wouldn't mind mind that happening you know a lot of people tend to i guess uh get upset uh, or kind of don't want to see teams go have a perfect record um whether it's like the new england patriots a couple of years ago when they went to Super Bowl undefeated and people were basically hating on the Patriots just because of that. Um, well, it wasn't just because of that, but there were people like they don't want to see a team 
go undefeated. Um, and I, you know, I don't get that. Um, from why people feel that way. Uh, I, I like to see people achieve excellence, um, to the highest, which being undefeated is pretty, pretty up there. (laughs) So, um, as it just for that fact alone, I would actually want to see the Golden State Warriors win now <laughs> just to see them go undefeated in the in the playoffs. That'd be kind of cool to see. That's, that's history making. Um, and it's funny. This, I, I don't know. I don't want to get all psychological about it, but may, I don't. The people who don't want to see undefeated streaks or in the undefeated um, see a team or a person go undefeated, it, it kind of seems like it makes them feel less than or makes them feel bad about themselves because this person or this team is doing extraordinary things and maybe they're not and well, jealous and, you know, like I said, being a hater, I guess about it. <laughs> um, but just, you know, jealousy and envy. I don't know. Uh, but not, not me. I I, I want to see that. I like to see history making uh, events, you know, whether it, it would have been the New England Patriots back then, or maybe the Golden State Warriors now. And you know, I like to see dominance. I like to see excellence in to the highest. I like to see things like that. So, yep. Yeah, hopefully that happens uh, in the future. In the next couple of days, I maybe should have looked it up what the day was. But you know, you you can find out. I, I, for me, I haven't watched much of, of the finals myself because uh, the um, the cable app that I have on my phone, which is Sling, um, you know, just to give them a shout out. Maybe they're listening. Maybe they want to, you know, advertise on Trench Chat one day. <laughs> so um, but I, I like the app that I have. But one of the things one of the channels I don't have is ABC. And so I'm not able to, to watch the, the finals. Which is fine, you know. I just follow on social media, check on Twitter or Facebook or something, and kind of get the highlights and go from there. So, yeah, so that's enough on on basketball. And you know, just want to say we're going to talk with the uh, the newly elected chairman of the Republican Party of Texas, James Dickey, um, shortly, and also details on how to get a hundred dollar voucher from wsjwine.com to you know get a hundred dollars off on some wine so i'll give more details about that later on as well so but one last thing just um i want to mention about a i guess about a movie coming out quickly um that the mummy which is i think is a reboot of a reboot uh, if it's not a two-time reboot, I think it's, I know it's a reboot from the one that came out maybe 10, 15 years ago starring uh, Brendan Fraser. But this time this it stars Tom Cruise. And all the reason I'm kind of, I'm mentioning it for two reasons. One, it's not getting good reviews already according to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the critics are not liking it, which I don't take a lot of, all my stock in critics, kind of, uh, kind of like what I mentioned on Wonder Woman last week is, you know, obviously, I mean, now, now Wonder Woman had, you know, great reviews, but, uh, you know, when it comes to critics, it's kind of like when I talk about the media, they have a very liberal agenda 
And not saying like the mummy is a political movie, but they, a lot of the, especially a lot of the liberal, um, not just the, the liberal media, but the critics, especially regardless of if the movie is political, they are looking for social, their social activism, their social agenda to be advocated for and like everything. So even if this movie is not supposed to be political, if it's not advancing some sort of social um, justice, whatever, or whatever their progressive liberal agenda, if they're, if those ideals are not being advanced in their movie or not being highlighted in their movie, it tends, they tend to not want to give it much, um, much praise or at, especially if, and now, especially if it's a conservative point, um, point of view that is being promoted, then, you know, they're definitely not going to like it. Like the movie, they're not going to give it a, a positive review. So that's why I don't put a lot of all my stock into critics and what they're saying. Cause I, I figured that's, you know, a lot of times that's where they're coming from. Um, regardless of whether the movie's supposed to be political, but yeah, but like I said, it's not doing well. Uh, right now it's in the twenties on Rotten Tomatoes as far as the critics go. And, but my, the other reason I mentioned it because Tom Cruise is, uh, is the uh, lead in this movie. And one thing about Tom Cruise, I will say he is the most realistic runner in movie history. I mean, when he runs in a movie, he it looks like it's life or death. It looks like who whatever he's running from or running to is like it, it, it's all it's all coming down to him catching them or running away from them because it, it is a he really puts some realism into his um, acting when he runs, especially. I almost think that. It's in his contract now. So like, if he's having a uh, any movie, regardless if it's an action movie, he could be doing a, a romance movie. Where I think it's in his contract, he must run. He must have a running scene in every one of his movies. Can you imagine that? Like, it's not a if it's not an action movie. If it's like a a romance movie, and I don't know, he put in a running scene to him running to his love. He's <laughs> there's a woman on the other side of the. Uh, I don't know, other side of the town or something like he's looking down the hall or maybe he's see her from afar and he just takes off running <laughs> just so he can get his running thing in, <laughs> in a romance movie. But yeah, but yeah, I think he's, his running style is very realistic. And I, every time I see him, I'm like, I'm, I feel like he's, he's about to die <laughs> and he's, he really got to get away or get, catch whoever it is in these films like regardless of like i said mission impossible jack reacher all his action movies and i'm even in the trailer i think there's a running scene in the trailer so you know he's running from the mummy so but yeah so yep i just wanted to mention that before we uh get to the interview with our chairman dickie so uh so right now we um gonna get to our interview uh from Yesterday, got a chance to speak with Chairman Dickey um, a little bit, and we actually served as national delegates up at the convention um, in Cleveland last year. And we actually went the week before because I don't know how many people know that 
um, before the convention that everyone sees on TV, there is a uh, meeting where a lot of the actual work is done the week before the convention. And that's where, you know, we attended uh, a lot of the meetings there. Um, learned a lot. I did, especially, I know, you know, being there for the first time, you know, I said, when people ask about being at the convention, um, the word I use is educational because I definitely learned a lot about the process, how things are done. And um, there were some things I didn't care, didn't like to see. <laughs> um, but nevertheless, I still learned about how everything works and how things go and how long these meetings can be sometimes, too. So. Um, so, yep. So also I want to mention this, too. Um right before you even start listening to this i was having major <laughs> audio issues on my end this had nothing to do with with um chairman dickey it was all, all on me but uh, if you heard the last episode <clears throat> on tuesday you might have noticed that my mic was fading <laughs> ever so slowly <laughs> and i didn't know that i w- didn't hear the last part of it the sh- the show last um on tuesday and so i guess that trend that went on into the interview i had with um chairman dickey and and my mic was all messed up and it was it was uh, a quick fix but it's something i just didn't know about that i had to fix and but that was it was after the fact so i had to use my editing skills that i previously didn't have <laughs> until i <clears throat> started learning how to do this and so um so I basically salvaged the interview as much as possible to make sure you were able to hear the interview. And so you're going to hear my editing skills at work. And, you know, one thing about it, I definitely learned um, some more skills, a little bit of skill, a very basic skill as far as sound editing, I guess. And so, but I did learn something. So that was a good thing. And I can take this. And if I have other a similar situation. I now know how to fix it, at least know how to do at least how to go in the direction of fixing it, put it that way. <laughs> um, so, yep. So that being said, um, here's our interview with Chairman Dickey. Hello, this is Trent Chad. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe, and we are pleased to have the newly elected chairman of the Republican party of Texas, James Dickey. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, Brian. Boy, it's you know, good to talk to you again. It was great being a fellow national delegate with you last year. Really appreciated getting to know you and really excited to be on your show. Yeah, and um uh, it's funny 'cause uh on Saturday I was um at a FedEx office uh, actually watching the um everything that was going on through Facebook and you know it's you know, we in FedEx is tend to be kind of like a library. It's pretty quiet in there. And then when I saw the vote go down, I almost started clapping. <laughs> uh, <laughs> people, like, there are like one or two people in there, and I kind of like, oh, and then I like, I noticed, oh, I forgot I'm in <laughs> in a quiet place. Uh, what were the circumstances as far as you being elected on Saturday? Sure. So um, the the prior chairman of the state party, uh, Tom Meckler, decided uh, that. You know, apparently, uh, the, the way he had been running the party and the way he runs his business, it was it was just being 
it, it was far too overwhelming for him, and it was uh, it was becoming a serious problem all around. His business was suffering, and the party was as well. And, um, and so he decided they really need to step down and do so quickly. So he announced um, two weeks before the next SREC meeting, because the bylaws require – the bylaws give the chairman two options. You can do an irrevocable uh, future date resignation. To, to allow a lot of time for a campaign to go on and a lot of time for the SRC to get to know new people and so on. Or you do a, a, an immediate resignation, in which case uh, you have 10 days notice before um, 10 days notice for an election, and then the next chance the SRC is able to meet because they're not allowed to do votes uh, by the phone or any other way. The next chance they need to have a vote. And so Saturday, the SREC voted on who the next chairman would be for the party. And fortunately, by, by one vote, I was elected chairman. Okay. Yeah. And um, and I, I got your, well, I'm pretty sure everyone got the email about your pledge to the RPT. And, um, and actually, the first um, note, or I guess the first, I guess the issue you put on your pledge as far as um, advancing the platform and actually have a unique opportunity now, given that we know that a special session will be called on July the 18th. And I remember during one of the forums that you said that you heard from people up in Austin that the party uh, tends to not hold much power up there. And from that, from what you said in your email, so – what are you looking to do as far as changing that now, especially with this upcoming session? Right. So, uh, you know, the most important thing we can do is make sure that the voice of all the delegates, uh, you know, the voice of the grassroots, the voters that are the heart of the Republican Party, that that voice is clearly heard, you know, in the halls of the Capitol. That's not been true um, up till now. And so... Uh, that's unfortunate because that's been a missed opportunity. So the first thing we could do, you know, we sent the governor a letter on Monday. Now, unfortunately, obviously, from what we've seen, a whole lot of things were already in the world by Monday. So uh, it wasn't a missed opportunity, but, boy, we're, you know, we were definitely on the back end of it when we, uh, when we sent that letter on Monday. Then we heard Tuesday morning the governor was going to do a call I, I called his staff and said, okay, you know, I understand we're, we're very much on the back end of this, but would you please, um, so, uh, at least take a look at the letter and to the extent you can, it's not already too late to whatever you can from the items in the letter, um, or in the platform. And then, uh, then the announcement came out yesterday afternoon and we were already ready and able and prepared to be part of the conversation. And that's really, that's really the thing. We're going to be, we, the grassroots, we, the voters, Republican voters of Texas, are going to be part of the conversation at the Capitol. And that, that's what's new. Um, do you know when the special session, how long does it normally take? How long is a special session? Uh, special sessions are always 30 days. So they have exactly 30 days starting June 18, July 18th. So they've got they got 40 days or so to prepare for this day special session. So uh, the governor is confident that you know should they uh, should they 
be able to, you know, should they be interested in doing what he's asked them to do, that they will be able to do so. Um, just want to touch on one other one other thing. I know you've had a number of um, different things in your email, but one in particular is talking about outreach and like point two, three, and four kind of kind of combined together as far as when it comes to outreach and. One thing I've mentioned before on the program as far as even in uh, outreaching, whether it's in minority communities and whatnot, and one thing I've said at least is that it takes a very strong, persistent, a long-term commitment to really get a, a foothold as far as, um, you know, getting more people over to um, to the party. Yeah, I, I could not agree more. I mean, these... Uh, one-off kind of efforts are not what will make the change long-term. We need uh, we need to build relationships and consistently do so, and do so, you know, in a really strong manner. And and those relationships need to be based off of uh, need to be based off of shared goals and objectives and principles. And so that's why in Travis County, you know, one of the things we did was just look for every every opportunity we could find. To be able to um, fight together, together, to fight side by side, uh, to get something done, and so we worked together with LULAC and the NAACP to get the city council rules changed. So we had a chance to actually get good representation on the city council. We worked with uh, folks in the east side of Austin uh, to fight against uh, bonds that would make uh, things unaffordable and and just uh, make life worse and every chance we get to work together uh, to will is what will build serious long time respect and relationships yeah man i definitely agree with you and you know i i, I know you uh, i know you're very busy and i don't want to keep you and um and i first i just want to say you know congratulations again and like I said, with this special session coming up, hopefully it will show to be a great opportunity and upholding the platform for the for the party because that's one thing that I've been kind of uh, upset about as far as not seeing the platform actually being uh, upheld or at least being looked at. Yeah, we're we're gonna take part. We're gonna take the platform. We're taking the work of the party, the work of the delegates, work of the voters very, very seriously. We're going to communicate on it consistently. And yesterday afternoon, we did that um, within hours of the governor's announcement. We already had out a piece on uh, the 10 items that he had put in his call that are right out of our platform and pointing out where they're from and encouraging, you know, all Republicans across Texas to, you know, really vocally and visibly support those items and support the, the legislature to support those items. Chairman Dickey, I appreciate your time, and hopefully we'll have you on in the future. That's wonderful. I can't wait to be on again. Thanks, Brian. And thanks to to Chairman Dickey for joining us. And, you know, again, like I, you heard my masterful editing skills there, and like I mentioned before, you know, you're, everyone that's listening, it's on this journey with me as far as me, as I learn how to do this whole podcasting thing and all the parts as far as what I need to do and 
even coming on <laughs> every Tuesday and Thursday and just sound editing, you know, and doing all that. So y'all are with with me on this journey to 300 <laughs> and going back and talking about, you know, the whole thousand plays. So, yeah, this is only, only the beginning. You know, when I get to when I get to 200, I probably maybe have finally got, you know, the hang of this. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah, like I said, thanks to Chairman Dickey for joining us. And just want to mention a group that I always mention. If you've been listening, of course, you know who I'm about to talk about. It's the Founder Project. <laughs> and don't have much I'm going to say about it because all I'm going to do now is refer to you to the episode last week when we talked to Maggie Dine about the Founder Project. We talked about uh, talked for about maybe 30 minutes about the Founder Project. And quickly, the Founder Project is, is about bringing civics to citizens, education educating citizens on the founding documents like the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and just basically what it means to be a citizen in the United States. And if you want to know more, either go to that episode last week with Maggie Dine and listen to um, her give a lot more details on the founding project or go to Facebook and type in the founding project to go to their Facebook page and Facebook group. So now it's the moment I I don't know maybe some of y'all have been waiting for I don't know, don't know how many of y'all that are listening like wine but uh, here are the details <laughs> so I have a hundred dollar wine voucher from wsjwine.com and one person will win a win that voucher and if you want to enter the I guess the contest. Here are the details. Like, follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Kind of the same thing I mentioned in the beginning. What I mentioned at the beginning of every program. You know, like, follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Trend Chat 24-7. It's all the same name across all the social media platforms. So just like, follow Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Trend Chat 24-7. That's the first step. Now, some of y'all have already liked Trend Chat on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And thank you. (laughs) And this is for everyone in that sense. So if you haven't already, like I said before, like, follow Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Trend Chat 24-7. And then everyone to enter in the contest Message hashtag trend chat on either one of those platforms. Again, just message hashtag trend chat on either one of the platforms. Um, either you know, just a message or or in a tweet. Well, you know, if you want to add something more to it, but but um, but yeah, message hashtag trend chat, and obviously, if you are on all three platforms you have more of a chance of winning so uh, and so like follow on facebook instagram twitter and everyone to hashtag trend chat send a message hashtag trend chat 
That's how you enter in to win the $100 wine voucher from WSJWine.com. And last thing, this is for first-time first customers of WSJWine.com. So if you're already a customer, unfortunately, you, you can't use the voucher. So, all right. Now we got that out the way. Hope, you know, good luck to whoever wins, I guess. <laughs> and, um, yep. Thank you for listening. And like I said, we're here at the past a thousand. Now we're on the hashtag a million. Has, you know, trend chat million. I don't know. Hashtag trend chat forever. Because uh, like I said, I'll be doing this till 300. So <laughs> it's trend chat forever. Hashtag trend chat forever. <laughs> so appreciate everyone listening. And until Tuesday, we'll chat with you later. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Zero seven zero zero. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, lack of blood flow, so it works long term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Zero seven zero zero.